0: But let's also not forget Dan Mullen chose to keep his close friend Todd Grantham around. Kirby, if you listen to this. Munkin, if you listen to this, be prepared for blitzing. Todd Grantham likes to emotionally blitz. Love he loves an emotional blitz.
1: Welcome, Georgia fans. It feels good to finally be back in a regular podcast schedule once again. You are listening to episode 270 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. My name is Scott Duvall, and today, as usual, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller. This is our big SEC preview show. In this episode, we talk about the other 13 teams in the league not named Georgia. Don't worry, our show next week will solely be dedicated on the Dogs' 2021 season preview with... A special guest. But for this episode, we systematically run down the teams in the SEC West, provide a few insights and opinions on why we think this might be their opportunity to challenge the Crimson Tide or continue to fall back further and further from the top of the conference. And we do the same thing for the SEC East. We see who might be challenging Georgia this year for the top spot. It's no secret that the three of us will pick the Dogs to win the East. But there is some disagreement among us as to what team might be in that second position. That's right. Florida is not the consensus pick to finish behind the Dogs in the East. We end the show with some buy or sell questions and reveal the name of our special guest for next week's Georgia football preview show. So let's just jump on into it. Hope you enjoy episode 270, and here's Will and Tony to kick it off.
0: Well, we find ourselves once again doing this podcast. guys. Yeah, we're back. We have returned. We are
2: back. We have returned. What have we? What we uh, uh, I'm kind of glad getting back on the regular schedule again. It feels. I feel like uh, we were a little strained coming back the first couple times. No, I, yeah, it, it was it's, tough. It's, it's
0: interesting it because feels like us again. I had a, uh, I had a little, moment, a little moment of panic here because for the past. Seven months or however long since we've been Doing this once a month I've had so much To say I'm like I'm not gonna run out Of things to (laughs) talk about and this week I'm like Oh well, it's easy. It's just the SEC. We get the preview of the SEC, especially. Right. And I understand that all but thirteen it's just teams. Like, it just yeah. feels like, yeah. yeah, not Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Not, we'll, we'll glaze over Georgia. <laughs> yeah, we, we will not be
2: discussing Georgia the rest of the year. Really. <laughs> we probably won't even come up. The, Georgia is like uh, Norm's wife. Yeah, on Cheers. Like yeah. it's just like referred to, but never actually seen or discussed. <laughs> um, but uh, or I In guess era, the, right? I era? guess yeah. Sorry. Or I guess the uh, the neighbor on Home Improvement, where you just see the top. I used to drive me crazy, <laughs> Wilson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so it, we are um, very close now. We are closer. closer. We're getting, just to remind everyone, we've got the, this is the SEC preview show. Uh, next week will be the Georgia preview. We are hoping to have our special guest that we had last year for the Georgia preview. Uh, and then, drink. and then, yes, and then we will have an actual game to discuss uh, the, the, I think the first news item before we get in the SEC, before we get some news items, is uh, top twenty-five came out. Top twenty-five. came out. I would not say there were any surprises, uh, but uh, did you expect Georgia to get in the top five? I did not expect them to get in the top five. Uh, Top four, excuse
0: me. Ah, uh, no. I thought there would be five. I, I thought there's a possibility they could be fourth, but it's. Uh, I, although I was surprised at both coaches and writers that there were a number of people to. Gave Georgia the number one ranking, yeah, include Matt Brown, including, Matt Matt, including
2: my Matt Brown, your not Matt Brown. extra points. At Brown, not no. in both, former sports on earth, uh, yes. Matt Brown,
1: now athletic Matt Brown, yeah, and in interesting. Uh, going back to the inception of the college football playoff in 2014, all seven eventual national champions were ranked inside of the preseason top six, yeah, according to the bear, Chris Felicia Falica, Falca. Yeah. Okay,
0: tell me, but also the AP the, the AP rankings have never nailed the top the college football playoff right yeah right, right. they've never nailed. they've never had the top 4 right, right. And any shape and, and, and listen, this is, you want me to
2: keep going well this is the biggest challenge you'll find that, I mean like this is the whole thing right like uh, everything's going to get t- someone had a joke before in the Olympics that uh, they called it the law of Tom or something it's the guy's name, name is Tom he said that here's, the, here's the law of Tom is heading into every Olympics every single quote every single was like the Olympics is never going to make it this is, this is a disaster this is never going to we're never going to survive and he got super stress tests this week this year but it made it and it made yeah, it fine still had this, some Olympics this is the, that rule of the top four teams are never it they be, be, be people are never the ones that make the playoff feels like it's gonna get a stress test this year because it does I mean there's a clear separation between the top I would argue top five
0: uh, and oh, yeah, so, yeah
2: I think there's a clear separation between the top five so you know I mean I think that's gonna be frustrating for a lot of people in uh, in in for a lot of people in college football, if it's just the sa- those same four teams again uh, that oh, it was last yeah, year, yeah. I don't think there's any question about it. But um, generally speaking, it doesn't usually turn out.
1: That way. Well, th- this is this is right on topic because I was going to save this for later, but we'll just jump on in. You know, I, I found uh, Winsipedia uh, was retweeting uh, Chris Felicia Falica Felicia. Fal- <laughs> but you know, Bear. I'll call him Bear, and he had some really good points. Uh, and so, to your point, Will. Here's another interesting stat that kind of builds on what you're saying. Five teams ranked outside of the preseason top 10 have reached the college football playoff. 2015, Oklahoma. Okay. They were ranked 19th. 2017, Georgia, ranked 15th. 2016, Washington, ranked 14th. 2015, Clemson, so there were two that year, they were ranked 12th. Uh, And 2018, Notre Dame started off 11th. And then, uh,
0: which might be the lowest Notre Dame's ever been ranked to start of season a season, and since Lou Holtz was there,
1: of the 14 teams to be ranked preseason number one or two in the playoff error era, era <laughs> ten of them reached the playoffs.
2: I think the last team to be outside of the top 10, but to win. National championship was probably LSU. Had to, but they were in the top ten. Oh, with Burrow? Yeah,
1: I don't think they were in the top ten heading into
0: that. Year. Um, yeah, I don't remember yeah. where they. were. Either they were, they, they
1: must have been in the top ten because they didn't reach this oh, metric right. here. So
2: maybe Florida, maybe that
1: Florida State team, the Jameis
0: Winston Florida State team. I don't remember. Maybe though, though, it could be 10. the Auburn uh, Cam
1: Newton team. Yeah. yeah, but he he was just referring to the college football playoff. Thing. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll go ahead and finish these out. There's just two more. Uh, Vanderbilt is the only current. Power five team never to be ranked in the AP preseason poll.
2: Go, Illini. That's not us.
1: Two teams have been ranked only once. Um, it's, uh, I'm going to say Kansas. No. Duke. We're, we're looking at an ACC team and a current Big Ten team.
0: Current
2: Big Ten Rutgers. team. Rutgers. And the ACC team is. Forest. Wake Forest. No, Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Here's a fun trivia question. How many teams on Georgia's schedule either are in the top three season, top 25, or received votes
0: in the preseason? How many teams? Okay, let's go through mm-hmm.
2: the. Set. Okay, so we uh, have.
0: Obviously, Clemson.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Ole Miss. They're not Clemson. on the Not, <laughs> not, <schedule>. not
0: <laughs> Probably not UAB. Probably not South
1: Carolina. Florida. Vanderbilt, uh, no, probably. Vanderbilt. Yeah,
0: go through.
2: I don't have the schedule. Clemson, UAB, South Carolina. Well, you Van- said
1: received a vote. Received,
2: received. a vote. Okay. I think UAB did. Clemson, UAB, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Clemson, uh, Kentucky, Kentucky Florida, Missouri, Tennessee, Tennessee, Charleston Southern, Georgia Tech.
1: Georgia Tech, no.
2: The answer is
0: four. Okay.
2: Florida, Auburn, Clemson, and
0: UAB. UAB does yeah. the four team Yeah, cuz they've been posts. good recently. But Missouri did not. Missouri did not. <laughs> Kentucky did not. Kentucky did not. Huh. Interesting. That's interesting with the Kentucky. All right, I got to change some things about my picks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I did, that, I did I was surprised as well yeah. that UAB uh, got some votes considering they almost they did kill their football program like 5 years ago. Well, that, they, that's amazing
1: what they've done
0: oh, it's coming remarkable. back from it. They being Bear Bryant Jr. Yes, but, yes, yes. Yeah. yes, yes. But, um, are
1: they still playing at the Gray Lady?
0: They are still playing at the Gray Lady, although they are building a new stadium because.
1: Will it be bigger than Hawaii's safety. stadium?
0: Current stadium? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Oconee County high school stadium is bigger than Hawaii's current stadium. <laughs> right. um, so, yeah, it's going to be. I think they're building an on campus stadium in Birmingham at UAB. So.
1: They could probably just use Samford Stadium. They're in Birmingham
0: I think Samford Went to use Their own stadium Yeah Uh, Any other news uh, Items this week? I think it bears Mentioning uh, Just because It is a hot topic uh, About Eric Gilbert Mm, Um, I'd, I'd I don't have insight. I don't know what's going on. I, I, we if it's that if, makes you equal to Danny Connell. It does make me equal to Danny Connell. except <laughs> not, not for, that I mean, you would notice. I. Uh,
1: what yeah. did Danny Connell say? It's, it's not worth repeating. It's, 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 typical Dale, Yeah. T- typical Danny Canal
2: cry. Yeah. Just uh, random. Words I generally genre. like. I. I usually like. I usually don't even mind. But like, I mean, Danny Connell is just like. It's weird that he's like taken seriously as like an actual voice in this world. I'll be honest is with you. Is he
1: even? If he is he even on TV anymore? He's because he does that
2: CBS podcast with uh, Fornelli. I mean, yeah. anybody yeah. can do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know, but
0: it's a popular. <laughs> podcast. And it's, it's weird because Fornelli is is Fornelli's great. It's pretty pretty yeah. sound, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, so uh, of course he is. He went to Illinois. Well, I wouldn't. That doesn't necessarily. But either way, you um, should be listening to the Banner
2: Society podcast or the Athletic
0: podcast. Yeah. Um, so. The the one thing I'll say about Eric Gilbert is that whatever it is, whether it is the very worst of the malicious rumors you've heard or or whatever, I think all you can do is like hope he's back and uh, and whatever he's doing to get the help that Coach Smart said he needs to get, he's getting. Um, and you know, you make plans for. You make plans for the team you show up with, right? We, we we could we could have some sort of injury Thursday before the Clemson game. Uh, That's far worse than having someone not being available to the team in preseason practice for a couple of weeks. Uh, I, I will say that uh, there felt a little bit of um, theater in Coach Smart's um, um, injury report from the first uh, scrimmage. I hope, I, I mean, I hope everyone there is fine, but uh, it did feel a little bit like he was kind of going through the litany of the saints and, and trying to name as many people as could have, you know, this guy's got a hangnail or whatever. And I'm not, I'm not downplaying injuries. I'm just saying it's hard. It's hard to think that, uh, it's hard to think those guys wouldn't play if we had a game Saturday. So skin itch, yeah, skin itch, yeah. I have, he's got dermis, um, hair growing too rapidly. Not a problem I have. No. Um, so I think that's that's where we are. Next scrimmage is is again this Saturday. I don't remember. There's three of them. So um,
1: is this the one that the McGill Society gets to go to? Mm, that was last week. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I guess the only other thing I would say is I. Um, I was hoping the new, friendlier Kirby Smart would um, have uh, a provisional allowance for a little more media interaction. That's clearly not happening. The media can't even watch practices now. So
2: I wonder if, I mean, it is also worth knowing that they are two and a half weeks away
1: from playing Clemson. Like, I would sure. like to give think them a bit the, different yeah. if they're opening with UMass or I something. mean, I
2: mean, no, but I will give the benefit of the doubt a little bit because right.
1: Clemson. Yeah.
0: yeah. So the SEC guys Conference we play in mm-hmm.
2: How do you want to do this Let's start
0: with the West Let's okay. Oh we should start with the West Absolutely. We should definitely
2: start with the West It was interesting The Athletic had there. I uh, had a lot of their reporters Including Seth Emerson uh, Do like a round table Of like discussions I read the that SEC Yeah the other day. And it was funny Like almost every conversation Was like Okay well obviously Georgia and Alabama Are winning yeah. the East and the West So like what do we Like oh, do we have anything else To talk about I As usual uh, The West is better But I also think the West is Considerably more interesting. Like oh, the West I has agree got with that The act. West has got some fun guys in there. Yeah. There's, there's, there's fun dudes, and uh, whereas the East, you know, I, mean, I think it was pointed out that uh, that uh, Georgia plays all four of the first year coaches yeah. this year, and three of them are from the East, and then one is Auburn, and that speaks a little bit to why the East is. There are years where okay maybe let's not forget Missouri won the East you know I mean not that long since I moved here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you know the twice yes yes <laughs> yes and uh, and Florida obviously did last year so it's not like anyone no one ever pops up but if you just look at it like Vanderbilt starting over South Carolina starting over Tennessee C- starting uh-huh. over like it's just like there's there's the level of competition is it may get. Tougher in the next couple of years, but right now the East is 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 not tougher the West. I don't. We can make an argument whether anyone can beat Alabama, but it is certainly a fascinating division.
0: Yeah, I think the part about it that's most fascinating to me is that there is. Uh, let's let's put a pen on Alabama for a minute. There's a team in the the West that is getting a lot of buzz, and it should should be. I think. And we're talking about A and M now, or I am. Uh, and then there is a team that. Has all the potential to threaten Alabama and all the potential to be looking for a new coach in the season mm-hmm. in LSU. And uh, and please don't think I just said that Ed Ogeron is going to be looking for a new job. I'm just saying there is potential there. Uh, and then the other team that is always going to be interested and will remain interesting to me will be Lane Kiffin's team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I said last week, I mean, the, Mississippi is the team that uh, gets undressed when they start a fight. Um uh, they could be in a ton. Of, I mean, they, that, they literally a lot of their games could look like old school, like late '90s Big Twelve games, yeah. where you know it is literally it's fifty-two forty-eight, and you have no idea who's winning the game based on what you see.
2: They are the, they are the. If there's no other games, if there's not a huge game going on, oh, you gotta watch it's that mystery. game. You can
1: guarantee that on October sixteenth. Ole Miss at Tennessee is going to be the CBS game at 330. It's got to be.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, not just that, they play Liberty this year. They literally play Hugh Freeze this oh, year. Oh, I
0: know. I mean, oh, we're going to talk about that. We don't have to start in order. Let's actually just go ahead and talk about Mississippi. So, so, Here's the deal with Mississippi. They returned one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the nation in Mack Um If you paid any attention to Mississippi last year, they were Fun, right? It's Lane Kiffin coached team. Even Southern Cal, his offenses were fun. Their Alabama uh, game was kind of fun last
2: year. You Absolutely. know the Alabama, yeah, 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 and yeah. They
0: they are going to come loaded for bear for Alabama. Um, their problem was their defense was bad, real bad. And if it modestly improves. They could threaten the top three of Alabama, A and M, and LSU, right? And and could sneak in there and and be the turd in the punch bowl for the whole conference <laughs> or whole uh, Western and it's, side.
2: And it's so, like, I know Kiffin is he's always restless and he's always moving around. But man, if if Kiffin were the coach of this team for the next fifteen years, like Mississippi would be, like I it just feels like the perfect job for him.
0: Oh no, like it just it's the the fit absolute, there is amazing. Perfect fit, right? It, the fit there is
1: amazing. When he got just, his contract restructured to where he's making like five million this year, yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 like any Mississippi fan you talk to will say exactly the same thing.
1: Uh, will, what does your friend Will say
2: about? Oh, it? I mean, he's uh, my friend Will Haraway, yeah, Cardinals fan and uh, and Miss and and Rebel. Um, they're still called the Rebels. or they still being called the Rebels? I think the the Bears, Re- the Bears, yeah. the Bears. Yeah. I think they I think they are the Pelicans. I think it's <laughs> what they're no, 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 no. the Rebel Bears, the, the Guardians. Um. <laughs> But uh, they are. Uh, I mean, they, they can't believe their good fortune. Like he, he liked Freeze. He didn't like Freeze. He just liked that free. Like he's like he's like a better version of Freeze. Yeah. And that he's more fun. He's 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 a colorful colorful character, but not like like if Kiffin does. It's Kiffin, man. Like who wouldn't? Like I wouldn't want Georgia. To have Kiffin, <laughs> but there, there's a uh, if I'm either Georgia or Alabama or maybe like Notre Dame, I don't know maybe Ohio State I wouldn't want Kiffin, but every other team in football should want Kiffin, and so uh, yeah, he's elated As he should be. But the fit there in particular, because Mississippi is fun even when they're bad. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. fun when even they have a dude like Freeze
1: is the well, the uh, Land Shark defense. Yeah. started. dude.
0: They yeah. So here's here's what you really know about need to know about Hugh Freeze is there. I mean, I'm sorry. Lane Kiffin and and why it's such a good fit It's like everything Lane Kiffin Does is purposely dickish Right? (laughs) And I don't say that I say that with admiration It is purposely dickish And that is exactly um, That is the sort of thing If you're a program like Mississippi Who has had Spates of success but it's been a long time. Who's kind of really known for a couple of quarterbacks named Manning, and that that one time on um, that that one time they were ranked number one shortly after their in-state rival was ranked number one. Uh, oh, and 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 the guy peeing, right? Yeah, I mean, Elijah Moore. like, it's like the history of the SEC. It changed right the history there. of the SEC. It totally <laughs> did, right? And it's like that got Joe Moorhead fired. Uh, Elijah Moore pretending to pee. You know, gotten, Matt Luke. Uh, Matt Luke, yeah, not not a lie. And now he's a Georgia Yeah, that's right. But that would have gotten Lane Kiffin a contract extension, (laughs) right? Because it was, you know, I think think if you ask any uh, sane Mississippi fan, Matt Luke very much was a caretaker coach, and they were like, okay, whatever. The funny thing is, is Lane Kiffin can have exactly the same record and same outcomes as Matt Luke, and they would love him. Why? Cause he's got panache, he's got flair, and he, you know, he doesn't he do makes anything them special, and he makes them special, <laughs> right? He is at any given moment, he is likely to, he, he literally could come out and ride. Yeah, let me hang me, me, me that I'm so I can to struggle with this. It's like, hold it. on, forgive me, guys. I just didn't want to that's, hit
1: it. That's ice being uh, jostled around. There, there you go. go. Well done.
2: Thank you for helping the invalid at the table. <laughs> well, Will's
0: been trying to dig one piece of ice out of the <laughs> ice thing for like I'm very seven minutes. I'm very <laughs> um, that so that's all you. That's really what you need to know. Is the and he is going to, and I hope it's not Georgia, but he is going to unleash a game somewhere along the way, and it could be against Hugh Freeze's Liberty. It could be against Josh Heifel's Tennessee. I mean, let he gave Alabama a headache last year. It could be. It could be against Texas A and M, who's looking ahead to that. Alabama game, right? And it, it, in, it, they're well, just as,
1: it's Tennessee. He's going to do that against Tennessee.
0: Yeah, probably. I think you're right. But it's the, in their offense is going to be something else. It's just going to be crazy how fun their offense is going to be. If their defense improves even just a little bit, they're an easy, easy fourth in the, in the division and probably sixth in the conference, right? So, well, I, you know, that's,
1: good, there's a good chance of them being 3 and 0. Off a bye week, playing their first SEC game against Alabama on October second.
0: Yeah, who do they have? I don't remember now. They've, um,
1: they've got Liberty, Austin P, and Tulane.
0: Yeah, they 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 better be three zero.
1: Yeah, I mean, you I mean you Liberty was be, good last sure. year. And it pains yeah. me
0: to say that, but they were good last year. I mean, they're they they got top twenty five votes too. Yeah, yeah. So that, uh, but I think I, if you if you want to circle a game, it's that Liberty game because I have a feeling. Oh, it's going to be blessed. I have a feeling uh, there's a ton of people that have been in Lane's ears. A ton of the money people have been in Lane's ear.
1: There's an asterisk by. Are they playing that at a neutral site? Uh,
0: That's a good it doesn't question. say here. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Because there's a a similar asterisk by Georgia Clemson. So I'm assuming that it's neutral site.
0: It doesn't look... That's Louisville, not Liberty, dude. Oh. Put your papers yeah. on. That's true. that is that That's what has been yeah. on Labor Day. Yeah. So it's, it says they're going to that game. They UofL. don't play Liberty until November 6.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I was looking at said UFL yeah. and then it says Liberty. Yeah. yeah.
2: Do I do think they're going to that game because like, I got to take my dad at the airport that morning. So, so that's the just, that's
1: the Labor Day night yeah, game. It's like okay. night oh,
2: yeah. Oh, they're they will they'll definitely beat Louisville. Yeah. Louis. And
0: it'll
1: be fun to watch them
0: stomp them. So It's
1: weird to have Liberty shoved in there between Auburn and AM late in the season.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the um I guess that's well, that's not the SoCon weekend, right?
1: No, there there really isn't one this year. That was one of the things I was going to mention. I
0: think did
2: freeze uh, was freeze the one that scheduled that game in the first place.
1: I, I'm wondering if it was like a two for one or
0: it was like, probably like, a give back game. Well, but, I mean, he's got fired. I, he fired yeah but it was probably seven years ago yeah freeze probably been <laughs> that game, which is hilarious. Um, um, anyway so Ole Miss um, I, are we gonna we're gonna actually sort order pick the West or how are we gonna do we'll that? do that at the end we'll, okay, just, we'll jump I, th- I think this is a good transition to Mississippi State yeah I think to that's me right.
2: bringing in Leech was the idea like that you're wanting the buzz that Mississippi got from Kiffin yeah and they haven't gotten it like it looked like it in the first game looked like whoa what's going on here he's definitely been in the news he's exactly. so. definitely been in the news that's that's true. That's true. Getting it. Uh, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, I wonder if Mike Leach uh, coached in the Pac-12 still. If he would have been allowed to speak to arrive at media day. My guess is no. Um. <laughs>
0: uh. Well, I don't know. Nick Rolovich is not out there burning it up. At, no, I'm, I'm saying State.
2: I'm saying the media day at Pac-12. And Rolovich was not allowed to go. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. guessing Leach also would.
0: No, pop, Leach pop. When I was, I'm, I'm gonna stay out here in police and, and talking about and, the war stuff. And, yeah. Uh, so here, here's kind of what here's my take on Mississippi State. Um. Yeah. As as uh, ex defensive coordinator, Bo Pelini. Uh, showed there's a certain way you do not play defense against Mississippi State, and once everybody saw, okay, we're going to do the opposite of that. They struggled. Um, that doesn't mean they can't light it up. And, and and that offense is the sort of thing that takes time, a lot of repetition, and a lot of buy-in from the players. Um, there's a reason why he had uh, at Texas Tech, um, Michael Crabtree, you know, was a senior, and who was the quarterback that was thrown a Crabtree when exactly. they beat Texas. Um, was it um, Patrick Mahomes? Oh, uh, was it Mahomes? I don't remember who it was. It might have been Mahomes. No. I don't think it was. So, no, it wasn't uh, it. whoever the quarterback was. Um, yeah, you know, that they had worked together three seasons. So, um, I, I think Mississippi State will be better. Uh, but again, they they aren't. The thing you get, Mike Graham coach, Harrell. Graham Harrell, thank you. The thing you you get. Uh, that's that's Southern Cal offensive coordinator Graham Harrell. Right. Sounds good. Um, So, uh, the thing you get him for is um, to try to do something different. Um, Well, something different was great 10 years ago, but almost all the SEC offenses save, I mean, certainly Arkansas and probably Kentucky's is already geared towards kind of the spread it out and let's go offense, which means the defenses are prepping for that in a way that, You'd lose an element of we don't know how to defend this because we only see it once a year.
2: That's the thing, right? An argument could be made that the Leech thing is. No relation. No no relation. (laughs) No relation. That the Leech thing is. No relation to Matthew Leech, for that matter. Yeah, well. Um, But I don't know, man. Like, isn't this a little bit. Like when everybody started doing Billy Bean's thing, yeah. like the whole thing with Mike Leach is, oh well, he's uh, he, you know he's part of that uh, um, Hell Mummy, Hell Mummy the, uh, sort yeah. of the it I forgot the name of that book. That book is great, Perfect Pass, Perfect Pass. and um, and he's part of that tree, but it was, that was the whole thing is like he was innovative and he was doing all these things which were vanguard and great. Except now Nick Saban does them. And that's the issue for me with Leach, and that's why it feels to me that, like, I get why Mississippi State—I get why Illinois would hire Mike Leach. I'm glad they didn't. But I get why they would because—or Kansas would hire Mike Leach, because—or Duke would hire Mike Leach. Or Georgia Tech. Yeah, because, like, it's not working. There's Something's not working. You just got to give it a chance and try for it. Mississippi State, to me, like, everybody—all the things that he was either innovative or on board with early— Now everybody's doing them, yeah, and so he's not going to be able to recruit to that. If uh, other teams, Alabama, Georgia is recruiting guys uh, to that in a way. So to me, I'd much rather be in the position of a of Mississippi than Mississippi State. Not obviously this year, but I would think moving forward as well.
0: Yeah, and Mississippi State is actually running the exact same concepts that nearly every 7-on-7 seven seven camp runs uh, because Leach hasn't adapted his, his offense. I mean, yeah. it's still it's – still, when it works great, it's a thing of beauty. Well, they throw right?
1: the ball 75% of the time. Right,
0: and the, and the, but the problem is it's like you don't – if you can figure out a way, whatever that way is with playing to the strengths of your defense to disrupt those passing lanes or, to, or get the quarterbacking and uh, receivers off their timing – you stop that. You stop that defense, and a lot of times with inferior talent, and that's the problem Mississippi State faces right now. Because frankly, defensive coordinators have called up to that iteration of um, of the the passing, the quick pass and fast pass, or whatever they call it now, offense. Yeah. I think
2: I think they I think this could go off the rails this year. I, I have to tell you, I really kind of do. Even when you look at their schedule, Louisiana Tech, they should be able to win that. But North Carolina State, they're good this year. I don't think they win in that game. Uh, Memphis is a swing game. They're losing year, they're losing to Texas A&M, they're losing to Alabama. They're lucky to get Vanderbilt in Kentucky, but uh, I'm not sure Kentucky's not beating them.
0: Oh, I think Kentucky. And yeah. so,
2: like the idea, if they go, well, they were, what they're what four and seven last year, there's a non-zero possibility they go four and eight or three and nine. And if that happens, and they get wiped out by Kiffin in the last game in Starksville.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm just saying
2: there's, there's trouble. Like, there's not going to be
1: a lot of patience. And, and I don't think there should be. And Memphis is in Memphis. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: So I don't know. I think there's. I'm not. It I feels. You know, because there are so many coaches cha- coaching changes, it doesn't look like there's a lot of guys on the hot seat other than, I guess, LSU. <laughs> I guess Orgeron at that point. But I don't know. I feel like Leach is, Leach is, Leach is not a guy that's going to fade out. Like, he's going to. When he blows up, yeah. when it ends, it's going to be big and it's going to be a whole thing.
1: With those first six games, the schedule could be one in five if they don't look out because the, the last three of the first six are LSU, at A&M, and then Bama. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're not winning those games. No,
1: yeah. no. So, I mean, it, and also like what Will just said, NC State's well thought of this yeah. year, and then they're going to Memphis. Yeah. So, unless they have another 99-yard fumble recovery against Louisiana mm-hmm. Tech, you yeah. know, and beat them.
2: Yeah, it could get ugly. Okay, let's move to uh, I would argue uh, Georgia's favorite SEC West team. Oh
0: yeah, uh, which is Arkansas. Uh, uh, No,
2: sorry, no, no, sorry. Uh, The most most fun. Yeah, I would say my. my, I mean, I think Ole Miss is generally the most, probably uh, our favorite, but I think Arkansas because obviously uh, with with, with Sam Pittman, I think that there's a good feeling. And listen, you know that was one of the fun things about Arkansas last year, right? Like they clearly had someone who. They played Georgia well. They played and and that was that was Georgia had its own issues uh, in that game. Uh, but I don't think there's any question that he Arkansas reeks of a team that will be better this year, whether their record is better or not. He's getting the train back on the tracks. Arkansas is not going to be not going to be an Alabama or a Texas A and M or even LSU type of team. We're probably not usually an Auburn type of team, but they should not be the team that loses how many games in a row did they lose in the SEC? Like a ton. Yeah, that no. should
1: not happen to Arkansas.
2: And I feel like uh, uh, he's got them on the right track to make sure that doesn't happen.
1: Hey, it's a podcast. My dad's calling now. <laughs> did you see that Felipe Franks is on the Falcons?
0: It, I thought they signed Cameron Mizzellak.
1: That's no, Felipe that, Franks.
0: I know. Heard what you said. Yeah. I was like, as a punter, I don't no, get it. No, I,
1: I saw him run uh, a ball out of the pocket
2: last huh. week. Congratulations by by the way to the Falcons for being the first 100 yep, percent
0: vaccinated NFL team. NFL team. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that great. Great. It's great. Yeah, I, like Arkansas just has their schedule is is just they get Georgia, Missouri out of the East, yeah. and you know, obviously they have, they're at LSU, at Alabama. Um It's just, I mean, it's a tough break. I mean, they they, they kind of <laughs> <They> get Texas. <laughs> they they, they get they Texas have them. a one game season in Texas. Yeah. That's where I was going with this. They have a yeah. one game Texas a season in Texas. <clears throat> I'm not picking them today to beat Texas, but I mean, if they sneak around and beat Texas, you can make an entire season off of that, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, especially man. if they they're, they're being ranked. Former Southwestern yeah. Conference foe who is coming to their yeah, conference, yeah. and then you also beat them in like after the year you had at that point. Imagine know, the 3 0 going into Jerry World against Texas yeah. AM. Yeah, don't, don't, I mean, just don't lose to Georgia
2: Southern. And you get a lot I of I was good gonna feelings. say,
1: you know who wants them to beat Texas Georgia Southern yeah. because they come in the next week. Also, don't forget, Texas
2: opens with a top 25 teams this year. They play Louisiana. Yeah, they play Louisiana. Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and I, you know, I, 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 remain with you that, uh, that Sam, by the way, Sam Pittman's comments, he's just, he's an American treasurer. He was just like, <laughs> went on about how much he loved, you know, coaching there and how, how awesome it is. It's just the best job in America. It's like, you'd love to see that, that, that kind of passion about the place you work. It was so genuine cause he, he does everything genuinely.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's going to get played in Georgia. Yeah. That's right. We get we do get them this year. We do get them again. I'm fine yeah. with that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they, they were the one that was added last mm-hmm. year, right? Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, right, right, right. but yeah, I'm very I'm very proud of that I, I. It feels like it's going to be forever until they play at Arkansas now. But again, who knows with Texas? And, yeah. And, um,
0: and, and um, so let's talk about LSU. Yes, let us, let us, let us. There is a whole world out there where LSU is um remains down. There's also a whole world out there where LSU, it uh, looks like Max Johnson, who started uh, at the end of the season after um, Brennan got hurt and played football at Oconee County High School, is the starter. There's a whole world out there where he, uh, where where he is, uh, comes together in that team is is really really good and threatens uh, Alabama. I think they're in the middle, right? I don't think they're going to be four and six or whatever they were on. Um, and a lot of people are like, "Well, you know, that they Mark Wilson hadn't thrown that shoe, blah blah blah." He still threw the shoe. They, <laughs> they still
1: beat Florida. He kicked a sixty-yard field goal. It seemed like, right? yeah, in the gloaming, right? Yeah, I mean, the, it was yeah, yeah, it was crazy. The weather was terrible. Yeah, um, so I, I just
0: think, I think LSU is going to be one of those teams that could well be nine and three, never really in contention for anything more than than. Uh, You know, a Citrus Bowl Mm berth, But also, uh, you know Not Not terrible Not in the vein of Oh my god, they lost by how many to Mississippi State? Um, which is, you know, if you're if you're an LSU fan and you get to nine and three and your your three are on – I gotta look at the schedule but your three Dude, are they're Alabama not, they're
1: not gonna get to nine and three with the schedule they got you don't think so no S- okay
2: well here, look at the losses at Alabama yes yes ah um, oh, they can get to nine and three so they can get to nine so who they losing to they got Texas and then home
0: some combination of Florida UCLA oh they can
1: get to nine and three. So Florida is a tough cross. Florida and at Ole Miss, back to back.
0: Mississippi is a low key. That game is a, yeah, so yeah. important to them. Yeah. In a, in a in a really weird way, like 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 they're playing at UCLA the first week of the season uh, in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, first look
2: off, out, by the way. First
0: off, yeah. Pasadena's not ready. <laughs> uh, second off. UCLA has a week zero game against Hawaii, which means they're going to have a week to work to do a shakedown cruise. They could lose that game. If they lose that Look game out, and man. they, and that, and yeah. they uh, then they turn around and lose to, say, Auburn and Florida, and they go in that Mississippi game at three and three, yeah. or, three or four and three, man, that Mississippi game could get ugly because if they lose Mississippi, they're – they're not making a bowl game and at that point. You are talking about Ed Oshrin. I don't think they're going to be there. I think nine and three, eight and four, nine and three is kind of where they'll be. Uh, but you know, it 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 could go off the rails. One thing
2: he's doing right. Is uh, he's doing what made they that interview his coaches this time? Yeah, I'm not saying like, but the thing, like, remember when Orgeron, when he had Brady and he was just like, yeah, he's running that. That's that's not me doing the accent to be very clear, but like, he's mm-hmm. running that. Like, he said, like, like, I thought it was really good. Orgeron, <laughs> yeah, Orgeron is a guy who I think is really smart about like saying, like, like he's always best when he's delegating, mm-hmm. it is clear. That's what he's doing this off season. We'll see if it works. He still doesn't. Have, he's not dug into Brady anymore. He's like
1: a baseball manager.
2: Yeah, which I which I think you can make an argument is or his strength. I don't think Kirby Smart should coach that way. I don't think right. Nick Saban could coach that way. But I think
0: there's value in someone like Orsborn coaching that way. So, oh, you got some schedule stuff, Scott? Are oh, we talking about the Aggies?
1: Have we talked about the
0: Aggies? No, we have not. We have so Um, so I I'm. I'm going on the – no, I'm going on the here. I, I, think, I think they're the second-best team in the West. I and agree. For, part of that schedule, right? They only have three road games. Mm-hmm. Um, they are uh, – they get South Carolina and Missouri out of the east. Um, the only – like the only real hard, super hard road game they have would be LSU at the end of the season. Um, Their out-of-conference is – like, Powder Puff Easy with Kent. I mean, the toughest out-of-conference game they have is Colorado. Colorado and Denver at mile high. I mean, that's a, you know, you're
1: going from... It's not a foreboding place well, to play.
0: Well, you're going from you're going from Dead Sea level to Invesco at, 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 at 5,200 feet. Not 5,200, feet. That'd be really high. Uh, 5,200 <laughs> feet. But beyond that, that's, that's it. Colorado is not on the same level talent-wise with you. Um, they're not going... They're probably not going to out-coach you, um, so I just don't. I don't see it. I mean, the the problem they face, of course, is they have um, they have Alabama, uh, and um, I, I mean, they, you were talking about possibilities. That if, if look that they beat Alabama on October ninth, that's that's who, that's who oh. whoever's that. that's who's that's the east. i mean, that's the west winner, right? I just don't see. I don't see LSU beating both A and M and Alabama. Um so if you're gonna work on that premise, if A and M slips up and beats uh Alabama, they're they're winning the West. I mean if is doing a lot of lifting. <laughs> yeah. Um so, you know, they have they're gonna have a new quarterback, um and everybody's like, well a new quarterback, blah, blah, blah. It's like, was there anything about Kellen Mond that made you go like, damn, I wish he'd stay another year? No. No. But that's the thing
2: about them last year, right? Like like, yes, they finished in the top five. And they were probably they were the first team out. I think they were the first team out of the playoff. First or second team out of the playoff. But, like, was there ever a time? Like, Alabama did not struggle with them last year. <laughs> like, there was not a time. Put it this way. If Georgia would have played Texas A&M at the end of last season, Georgia would have been favored. I think Georgia would have been favored in that game. Maybe,
0: yeah. And... I mean, I, we can
2: I, we can argue whether that would have been right or not, but like I think Georgia would have been favored. Oh, okay. I think I can that, that I think there was I think Texas A and M obviously had a good breakthrough season last year, but also like look who they played last year, man. Like look, look at their schedule last year. They had uh, Alabama uh, a blood, they had an LSU team that wasn't good. They played at Auburn, which was what's their best win at Auburn last year, and they beat and they beat Florida in a very close game. So like I don't know. It doesn't look to me like. You can say that Texas A&M is the second-best team in the West and still think they're pretty far behind Alabama. And I think that's the thing. If if Texas A&M had a quarterback like Mississippi does, or like, like it's funny, this is kind of the big thing in all of college football this year, all the big teams that don't have quarterbacks coming back. Who did, I know that Kellen Mond was not great, but like, Texas a for them to make this leap that people want them to make, it feels like they need to have their quarterback situation set. And I don't think they do.
1: They don't. They have a quarterback battle between yeah. Haynes King, who threw four passes last year, and Zach Calzada. Calzada. And uh, it still hadn't been settled yet. But I pledged Cal and I
2: didn't. <laughs> I didn't get in. Uh, and so yeah, so like that. Like, to me, that, that I'm very skeptical of Texas a Like, I, it felt like everything felt just right for them. And yes, they were the number five team. But I never thought. You never thought they were in the same league as Alabama. I don't think Georgia was the same league as Alabama. Well, Not last, last year. year I don't know. No. So uh, and I mean, for, I,
0: no one was. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I don't know. I, I literally no one. I feel like they were they were fifth because of the way the schedule fell and the way that like. But I don't know. I, I know people want that to be a big step forward, and I get it. And, and Jimbo gave the we're not done yet thing at the end of the year, but I don't know. Well, I, uh, I, I'm not sold. Uh,
1: I, I think they. I agree with you, Tony. I think that they are the second best team in the West, and primarily because their schedule's easy again this year. They're one of five SEC teams that does not have another SEC team playing them off a bye. So they don't have to worry about anybody getting an extra week to look at them. And also, I mean, look at, look at how they start. Kent State at home, <laughs> neutral site against Colorado, New Mexico at home, Arkansas neutral site, Mississippi State at home, Alabama at home, at Missouri, and then South Carolina at home before they get an, an open date. So I mean it's a perfect schedule. Yeah, it is. But
0: well we'll talk about Georgia in a minute, the perfect schedule. But that's true. That's
1: true. Uh-huh. No, no no, seriously, Texas AM and Georgia have the most favorable schedules in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then there's Alabama. And then there's Alabama. And then there's Alabama. So the East. Um, well I mean, so I think look, I think the main thing you need to know about Alabama and everything you need to know about Nick Saban's coaching prowess. Starts and ends with the fact that they have yet again switched out coordinators, mm-hmm. and no one's even batting an eye. Right? And it's not like they have a low
2: profile offensive coordinator. Yeah, like Bill O'Brien. Like Bill O'Brien. he's like one of, probably one of the most twenty well known sure football coaches. <laughs> like the guy turned around Penn State. He was the Texans. Like a, he kind of burnt out in the NFL with it. So did Saban. Like these things happen, but certainly, like that's. That's a good dude <laughs> as your offensive coordinator. Oh, to totally. Very, okay. Particularly if you're breaking into a new quarterback, yeah. which is what his skill has always been,
0: even at Penn State. Yeah, and I think the part about it that is amazing to me is the, um, you know, sure, they have you know, rinse and repeat, five stars, and all the skill positions. But, I mean, they had the Heisman Trophy winner, which, by the way, was a receiver, um, their quarterback is probably going to be the starting quarterback down in Miami, and um,
1: and then Mac Jones, then Mac Jones is
0: competing for a starting quarterback. <laughs> right? It's so. It's just. It's amazing what they've done there, and um, and not to go too far down this road. It's. I really looked sideways and tried to figure out a way. Well, they played Florida, and they could lose. to and M, to try to find a way not to make them first in the West, and you just. Can't no, until you can't until pro- is proven otherwise. In in two years ago it was. I mean with LSU, but that but, was a that was a that was a, kind of a transcendent LSU. moment. Yeah. So um, defensively they could be down a touch, but down a touch for them is still really really good. But even frankly, if they're down a touch on offense after last year, still really really good. Yeah, they and, still
1: have John Mechie who mm-hmm. torched Georgia last yeah. year.
0: So. Uh, in, uh, until until it's proven otherwise, it's hard it's hard to pick anybody out.
2: Well, this is the ultimate test, right? right. Like this is the team that lost a ton of starters, has road games at Florida, at Texas A and M, and at Auburn. They get home, but those are like I know Auburn is not. We have we, we actually skipped Auburn, which no. is a nice test. Oh well. Um, what are you going to do? Uh, but certainly the like the schedule sets up for them as tough as it gets for them, short of playing at Sanford. Uh, the schedule sets up as kind of as tough as it's going to get, and those are a bunch of starters, and they're pushing to get a new quarterback, and I still think they're going to win. <laughs> like they're Alabama, and you, you just kind of
0: have to go with that. Are you telling me we forgot to talk about Reverend Brian Harson? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not happy with myself. I must make atonement. Um,
2: <laughs> I'm excited. I, I need to. I, I need to research on more because I'm, I'm going to see them. This is my first trip to go see them this year. So. Oh yeah,
0: you're going down there. I'm going so. Down there. Um, I think everything you need to know about Auburn is they have a brand new um, a brand new youth minister slash um, coach, and Bo Nix still their quarterback. Oh yeah. Um, I who's I, their offensive coordinator and should he run the ball? Yeah, he should run the ball. I, I will say that that Harson probably made one of the most, in my mind, one of the best defensive coordinator hires in Derek Mason. Right. So he he did the thing that I think every head coach in the SEC should do. Is he went and got head coaches, won the coach in this conference for a long time, uh, in Derek Mason, and won the coach in this conference for a long time, and played in this conference in Mike Bobo. The. As and, and, and listen, I'm I'm not a I'm not a Bobo skeptic. I'm really not. I think some of the the best offenses we had under Rick were with Bobo at the helm. But the problem was is that that was 2011, hmm. 12, right? That's not where that's not where we are. Kirby
2: Smart had several in, opportunities to bring in Mike Bobo. Right?
1: Where he was didn't. Bobo last year?
2: He
0: was at the University of South Carolina.
1: They were not great. Yeah.
2: So I and, and, and there's I mean and that's like, what you do if you get like Harrison if you're coming into a new situation yeah. you want to pick those SEC
0: guys. Right. Um I just their schedule works out really well for them to not finish lower than 6 and 6. Um
1: but at Penn
0: It'll be interesting They're, they're, they're Eight and four Right well,
1: What was the The stat I think it's Auburn's first Ever road game At a Big Ten school yeah. That'll be a fun Third game Third week of the season That'll be a, be a fun game it will be a fun game
0: Yeah So I mean just What's Georgia's week? game That week Third week South Carolina South Carolina night game um, So when you go through here So they're going to be One Akron Alabama State At Penn State Let's put a pin on that Georgia State at LSU, Georgia, at Arkansas. So if they're going to get to a bowl, they have to win... Um, they have to win four of Arkansas, Mississippi, Mississippi State, and South Carolina. Right? I only named four I teams. I think they can get to a bowl. I only named four teams, right? <laughs> so Akron, Alabama State, George State. If you don't be Georgia State, guys, uh, you should talk to Tennessee about that. And uh, They you know, can win six games. Right. But if you win those three... You you have to beat Arkansas, you have to beat Mississippi State, and you have to beat South Carolina to make a bowl game. So, like I said, their range is six and six, eight and four. And if they're eight and four, the oh, they got to oh, they're doing backflips. Uh, well, not backflips, yeah. but they're not. I mean, look, they fired Gus Malzahn for going eight and four.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but you don't bring a guy like Harson to say you better win a championship right now. Like clearly, I know it's Auburn. Yeah. But, like, at a certain level, how do you mean a guy like Carson and not expect at least a slight learning curve? You've got to have to expect some
0: sort of slight, slight, slight learning curve. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, but it's still Auburn, so yeah, it's hard true. to say.
1: Yeah, the interesting part about their schedule is yeah. they, uh, like Tony said, they have four straight non-conference games and then eight straight SEC games. They're the only team in the SEC that does that.
0: Listen, they go to, they go to Happy Valley and get their asses waxed? Dude. <laughs> That is going to be a long season on the Plains. A really long season. Because I'm not sold on Penn State either. Um, All right. To the east.
2: To the east. All six teams. All six teams. Um, let's start with Vanderbilt. We should start with Vanderbilt. Cool, I, uh, Vanderbilt in a good spot for Vanderbilt, which is to say, they. It's good to know that there is someone in the world for whom Vanderbilt was their dream job, right? Like it's nice, it's a right? perfect fit, right? <laughs> he is just like professorial, and that's I mean, what he wants. Like he's right. like this is what he played here. He is their Fits. He's their fits. He's their fits. Is exactly right. what. they're... Now we'll see if it works out. Right, but again, that's it's much easier to be fits in the uh, in the Big Ten West uh, yeah. West than it is the SEC East. But he's their fit. Like that's what Vanderbilt's clearly trying to do. Mm-hmm. He was a player there. He's from Nashville. This is all he's ever wanted to do is to have this job. We'll see if it works out. But that's the plan. The, the perfect case scenario for Vanderbilt is to be Northwestern. That's what they want. Right.
0: They go eight and four. Threaten threaten the. Conference champion Have a year where Georgia Be the team that does the Missouri thing Every yeah. 10
2: years Yeah Or so
0: that, That's that's who they want to be um, I could not tell you Any player on their team <laughs> um, So I, I, It's it's going to be an interesting season for them I mean they, they stand a real risk Of going 0-8 in the conference um, But I think you're right This is almost a year zero uh, Just because of what happened last year uh, and, and I think Derek Mason, I, I really like him. He was one of my favorite receivers for the Titans. <laughs> and um
1: that, but, that joke used to work a lot better when Derek Mason was still with playing. the Titans.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I I, 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 I always thought very highly of him. Has as and had respect for him. I'm sorry, it didn't work out there. But he just that, that team just like that team just. I don't want to use the term "give up" because they did have a lot of issues with with illness. But that team just was like, "All right, we're done." Mm-hmm. And. um that put, that put the program in a weird place And whatever, a lot of people were like that last year Ooh, Last yeah, year sure, it was a weird sure. year <laughs>
2: Sure. I mean, they, Ohio State and Michigan didn't play last year Like, lots of weird things By the end of the year, a lot of people were like, okay, enough We're done Yeah, and they, so. they
0: didn't let Ohio State play in the championship game yeah. They played Indiana <laughs> they, right.
2: Yes, uh, I forgot about that
0: um, it's worth
2: knowing memor- by the way. This is something I actually wanted to bring up. Maybe Vanderbilt's a good time to bring it up. They have not officially uh, set this yet, but I think the uh-huh. understanding is that there will not be postponements yeah. or
0: cancellations. There will be forfeits. Yeah, you saw Big Twelve actually issued their statement. They today. did. They did. They do did. that. Yeah, and uh, and, and I, that's what it is. If one team can't play, it's a loss in the conference column. It's a call. loss. If both teams can't play, it's a no contest.
2: And I wrote, this this will be my column going for New York Magazine tomorrow. I still think teams should teams NFL teams and colleges should require vaccination for games, for fans, because I think that would be a great way to shoot up the vaccination rates in your state, but whatever. I know they're not going to do that, but that is a excellent, excellent, excellent motivator for people to get vaccinated is, hey, so listen, backup wide receiver fighting for a spot on this team. Fine, don't get vaccinated, but like if you cause an outbreak, you're gone. Like, cause it's a loss now. It's not a. Like, we'll, say, we'll
0: send you a link to the transfer portal. Yeah, like, like you're now. gone.
2: You're gone. And in the NFL, it's going to be they'll just they'll okay. draw and quarter you. Yeah. And so I think that that is worth keeping in mind this year. That that I feel like that's going to be. I mean. I you know I I live uh, a mile uh, less than a mile away from a high school that was unable to play its first football game because they uh, the the rivalry game uh, yeah. because of uh, because because of COVID like both the, high schools had it too yes yeah exactly and I think yeah, yeah and the point is that like this is not like a theoretical yeah like and and so I it feels like. I think coaches have done a really good job this. You look at the percentage of players that are vaccinated as opposed to the percentage of people in the state are vaccinated. Most of them are double at least. I think uh, Kirby's talked about how the goal is to get to 100. Um, I think there's going to be every incentive because I think it's going to happen at some point. Some point this season, maybe in the SEC, somewhere, a team's going to take a loss because they couldn't play. And last year, we were all like, we're try- just trying to get through this year. But part of the whole go back to normal thing that we're all trying to have is understanding like, okay, you have an outbreak, loss. And I think that's the correct way. to handle
1: So I got a question. What if Georgia does get to 100% vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Th- then this rule won't apply to them because they'll have... They're
2: not going to be tested. They're not going to be tested at the rate that... Yeah, the the, uh, the vaccinated players will not have to do the the, the daily testing.
1: Yeah, that's
0: and, and that's where you get caught is
2: the daily testing. Mm-hmm. Uh because I mean even if you have a breakthrough case for example, which is happening, sure. Sure. even if you have a breakthrough case
1: because you're vaccinated you're kind of exempt from that.
2: You 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 don't right.
0: have to regularly test. Right because there are a percentage of of covid cases that are asymptomatic, yeah. right? You I mean uh, yeah. I, I could I mean I literally could have had it last fall and never knew it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean that's a thing that could happen. Um so what you, what, really what you get to is, by having everyone vaccinated, you have a built-in um, guardrail against having a massive number of people not available for the game. Uh, Safety is part of it, but really it's that. No, and I and I, I said it intentionally that way, yes, right? right? Because it is that is the way. I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone is as crass as as crass, but that is the way. There are people that that people that are in decision making, in, in the decision making hmm. places are looking at that. I guarantee that's how coaches are pitching it. Like oh, I, yeah. I, yeah I, like, I'm sure they're like, yeah, it'll
2: keep – but, I mean, listen, part of the thing is like I'm sure every college kid, like probably every college kid on campus that's not – it's like, yeah, listen, if I get – like uh, my fr- my whole my whole frat had COVID a year ago and everyone was fine and we all went out and partied a week later. Yeah. Like they're probably not sweating this stuff too much. Right. Which uh, – and listen, I'm not – I don't blame. I, I get it. Like you're in college. But if you cost your – but that that's why you have well, to have a coach saying, no, you're – Different. Also, let's not forget how miserable last season was for these players. Mm-hmm. They didn't get to do anything. They didn't get to go anywhere. Like, for crying out loud, you saw people at the end of the basketball season like seeing their families for the first time all year. Mm-hmm. Now, you get vaccinated, you can have a normal college life. And I think, I think the coaches have done a good job of uh, of selling it that way.
0: Yeah, and, and let me be clear when I say uh, – when I'm talking about decision makers, I don't mean to make UGA or something. Except for probably the most cold-hearted people in the conference – I'm talking about the people that are, are paying money for content, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what this is about, right? It's, it's people who are paying money for content. I'm sorry. I finished the bottle. That's oh Please. That's okay. Bad. I mean, it, I, it was it's lonely. It was lonely. Good. So after, now that we're done with uh, uh, Vanderbilt. Yes. So, so that's, that's the point. Be prepared next. for potential cancellations
2: this year. Mm-hmm. they probably not. Uh, uh, how about South Carolina? Speaking so of the
0: new coach. How's your how's the how's your Beamer running? My Beamer's running great. Um, So, really, the question on Shane Beamer is, um, I mean, honestly, is he? Well, Nick Saban's a a bad example. Um, Who's the son of a coach? Um, um, Son of a a a former coach, yeah, Yeah, former legendary coach, Um,
1: Uh, Terry Bowden. Yeah,
0: Yeah, is he? Is he Terry Bowden?
1: Yeah, who came in Auburn and. Or, Won a bunch of games,
0: or is he Brian Schottenheimer? <laughs> oh, right? Is, is I mean that's really the question. That right? Is he? Is he somebody? Look, you can make fun of what happened with Terry Bowden. I mean he he coached he coached
1: a team that he had like had, 19 straight wins that
0: probably could have in, a, in an ordinary year played for a national championship. Um, uh, and also at Akron, it's currently at. Louisiana is he still catching another? Oh yeah, Was a, Tommy still coaching? He's not at top no, twenty five. Tommy's Tommy still in. Tommy I think he's at Monroe. Is he at Monroe? Louisiana maybe? Monroe. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He's tater Tot said Louisiana Monroe. <laughs> so the the real question and in the, the double whammy here: South Carolina was in a mess already, and and that's that's not Will Mutchamp. I mean, right? It's nothing. It's nothing that he didn't also leave a Florida. It's part it's of his just, plan. It's part of his plan. I mean, we appreciate your service, sir. Um, I just – I mean, they're a team that has um, all the makings of
1: – Finishing seventh in the East?
0: <laughs> if Vanderbilt won the East, I mean, you know, they don't get breaks. They have uh, A&M uh, as one of their crossover games, uh, and they have, they, they have Auburn. Um, and, you know, they um, – man, it's just hard to see a world where they, they figure out a way to win more than two or three SEC games. I mean, potentially they could win Tennessee, but after that there's no there's no real easy pickings other than Vanderbilt for. Them.
2: I feel like this is such a tough job. What? That this game, is that, seemed, such a that t- game in, yes. This is just the job for coaching so, South Carolina. Yeah, it's always, just yeah. Such a tough job. Oh, and it's because yeah. I know people have talked about like the alternate history where like Georgia doesn't fire Rick and Kirby Smart goes to South Carolina.
0: Kirby Smart wasn't going to South Kirby Carolina. Kirby Smart
2: was not going to South <laughs> Carolina.
0: <laughs> like, he didn't have Brian <laughs> <back> orders
2: agent. <laughs> right. He'd go to Illinois before he'd go to South Carolina because there he can go win. He can go win eight games a year and feel like a hero. And then, and then leave go, after two. And then leave and after at, two years. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah, no, you're right. South Carolina is probably low key the hardest. Is it the hardest job they, in the conference? Because they've got expectations,
2: so that's the thing. Is that like the South Carolina like five and seven? If you go five and seven, win two or three SEC games, that's not entirely out. That, that feels like your mean level. That's their but ceiling. They, they don't. They don't really. I don't know if it's their ceiling, but it feels like. It feels like that's like that should be, a, if you did that, like, hey, things went okay this year, but they don't feel that way, and, and I like, understand.
1: And the fans don't feel that way, yeah. ever. No.
0: Well, put it this way. When you have, when Georgia and Florida are humming along, and your in-state rival is Clemson in mm-hmm. the role they are, you're starting out with yeah. nine games. That's your upper limit. So, eight and four really is your ceiling. And. Six and six is probably your baseline. And I don't, like, I don't. Uh, you can be mean. That's as fine. a Georgia fan, I don't say that to be like, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, ho, South Carolina. But what when you think about the history of programs, what is offered, and the national recruiting base, it really does take an incredible two year run of South Carolina turning out incredible high school football players that doesn't happen every year. When, when you end up with uh, Lattimore and um, – oh, gosh, who was the rec- – there were three of them. There. Lattimore, the receiver, and the defensive lineman. Um, yeah, somebody's yelling at the at their podcast machine oh, right Clowney? now. Oh, Clowney? Yeah, J- J- Jadavian Clowney. The, the and then, destroy the, the receiver. receiver. The speedster. Alshon Jeffries, Yeah, plays for, uh, played for
1: Minnesota for a while. Yeah,
0: yeah, whoever it was. Right? I mean, and then you also had a coach that could capitalize on that in um, in Spurrier. Right, yeah. it, it, that was that's your upper limit for South Carolina. Joe Morrison's not walking in that door. I mean, he had a heart attack and he's dead. But he's not. And George George Rogers is not walking in that door. Probably not walking in that door. You know, that's those days are those days are over. And and unless unless something, I mean, it's going to take. Clemson, it's going to take Dabo Swinney taking the Alabama job or whatever it does he he does after Clemson, and it's also going to take Georgia, a combination of Georgia and Florida or both Georgia and Florida, going back to where they were in the late nineties or just being generally like fumbling around in the dark like Georgia, Florida was those couple of years or like like Georgia did for a little bit, right? Yeah. And. That is why that job is so hard, and Beamer could be the right guy. Like he's he's got connections there. He's
2: been there. Like he's not just a coach's son. Like he's got connections in South Carolina. He's been all around the SEC.
0: But he's not going to get them the consistently ten and two and threatening eleven and one. Well, this is why a guy
2: like Shane Beamer takes this job, but Kirby Smart doesn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like that, that. That's honestly
2: it. Like, and and I think that that's. I mean, if he pulls it off, great. But. Like, listen, this, uh, South Carolina is the sort of place where you have to decide what kind of job you are, right? I mean, like, to me, Muschamp was the worst possible hire for South Carolina. Yeah. Not because he's a terrible coach, but because, like, you can't get someone on the downside right. of something in South Carolina. Yeah. You've got to get someone who—that's what they want at Kirby. Right. Because they want someone who's up—and so Beamer makes a certain amount of
0: sense— but it's such a tough job. But I mean, Texas is going to make that mistake with with uh, Muschamp again at some point. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, maybe that, uh, or you know, we'll see. We'll see
2: how he does this year. Uh, who's he coaching for this year anyway? Who Muschamp? Yeah, no, it's good. Um, okay. How about Tennessee? Should we talk Tennessee? Let's skip, let's go Missouri first.
1: Yeah. Let's go Missouri. kind of boring. First.
2: Let's go Missouri. Drinkwits. Get, get the boring teams. I have to say Wits is remember – remember we made fun at at the of Drink at again last year? Because he, he was all like, well, I'm going to do the right thing. Right. I'm going to do the He's right precious. thing. And self-report and or something. And self-report any COVID relation thing because it feels like the right thing to do in this time, which it was. And also, wait, do you want to coach in the SEC or do you not want to coach to the SEC? And the next week he stopped. And I think you saw improvement, right? I think that – I'll say at Missouri, you know, I know the fan base pretty well. They're excited about it Like they feel like he is They were concerned about that hire Initially but they're excited about him I
0: think that they were pleased with what he showed last year I'm going to go on a limb here And say something that is Maybe provocative within the context of 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 this I think Missouri threatens Florida for second In the east Mm. Um, First off Florida's Western schedule is uh, is bullshit. It's uh, Alabama and LSU, and uh, second off, they get Florida at home. On um, they the other crossovers at Kentucky home against Texas
2: A and M. That's not fun,
0: right? But you know, that's that's it. I mean, they have Arkansas to end the season. that's their permanent Western. And they rival. have a good quarterback. And they and they have they have mm-hmm. that's other thing, and and that's what Drinkowitz. I mean, that's kind of the premise of, of you hiring Drinkowitz. Drinkowitz likes – he likes to have the consistency of the quarterback spot because uh, he's just he's – he's good at running his offense that way. Their defense was pretty good last year. Uh, so, really, the thing that was missing last year with, with Basilak, uh coming in uh, and, and them settling on him at the end of last season, you know, look, they, talent-wise, they're going to have to sneak up on Florida, right? They're just not going to out-talent Florida, but – there's also a whole uh, there's a there's a place with that game being in Columbia where they could they could do that. Um, there's nothing about the schedule that frightens me. I mean, they start out. They I mean, they're, they're out of conference games are, are powder puff, right? They, uh, well, they go to BC to Boston College. Yeah, I guess that does scare me a little bit because Boston College can be scrappy and and. That game is don't um, just
1: walk into Chestnut Hill and claim. Well, victory. no,
0: yeah, you get you know you on you. Uh, but <laughs> the, um, mm-hmm. the 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 part about that that really is um, the part about also is that their schedule does set up really nicely for them. In, it's not especially terrible, for the especially with their crossover yeah. games. Um, they got yeah. the
1: first SEC game of the year uh, at Kentucky.
0: Yeah, you don't. I mean, two. you can't think they're going to beat Texas A and M, but. You know, who else on there scares you, uh, you know, Georgia-Florida? And if if that Florida game's at home and you give a three-point push, uh, and we'll talk about Florida in a minute, but I, I just – I think there is – there's absolutely a world where number two is on the line that, that next yeah. last weekend when they go – when Florida visits Columbia. And also, guys – you really, really want to pray for snow in Columbia, South Carolina, and November 20th because Florida playing in snow would be amazing. I mean, Columbia,
1: Missouri. Yeah, I meant
0: yeah. Missouri, not South yeah. Carolina. That'd well, be weird. Well, snow in Columbia, South Carolina would be awesome too, but. <laughs> you can tell where you grew like, up. I hear Columbia and I think Missouri. And right.
2: Hear no, I, and yeah, South I, I think, yeah. I will say I've not been spent much time in Columbia, South Carolina. I guarantee you Columbia, Missouri is a shit ton more exciting than Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia, Missouri is an awesome college town.
0: Oh, Columbia, Missouri is an awesome. awesome. It is great. College town. It is great. Really, really fine.
2: a great college town. Uh, I would say Midwestern wise is below Madison. Madison is like notoriously the best college town uh, in the Midwest,
0: but uh, Columbia's right there behind. Yeah, you. Columbia, Columbia, Missouri is an awesome town. Columbia, South Carolina is definitely it's got a, a caboose town in Cockabuse. South Carolina. Of all the places on <laughs> I twenty that are east of Augusta, it is one of them.
1: <laughs> it is, and so is but, PD. All right,
2: so let's talk. Uh, let's talk Kentucky. Yeah, what's talking like? Is there? Uh, we're going, I guess we're just going in order of interest and or excitement. Yeah, um, so we haven't talked Tennessee yet
0: because I got some right. finger jokes. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> finger, that, was a, that was a punk band finger, in DC in the mid eighties. Yeah, finger the finger jokes. jokes were they were they were they were really good in their own right. A they were
2: like a, a, a series of prank calling uh, radio shows. Yeah, days. yeah. The well, finger,
0: oh, I got the finger jokes. A lot of folding chairs. <laughs> um, so Kentucky has LSU and Mississippi, dude. If ever was there a year, I mean, yeah. look Stoops. Stoops has kind of entered into that place where if he if he keeps doing what he's been doing, he says he retires here,
2: right? This I mean, this, this, if you're a Kentucky fan, this is got to be like the most you this. could possibly yeah. be happy. happy yeah. Like this is this is the, what we joke about with Georgia in basketball. Like if Georgia basketball like makes the tournament two out of every three years that would be amazing and never 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 exciting but no. like but that's what kentucky is right kentucky is a team that consistently makes bowl games consistently is a little better than you think Is never like has no chance against georgia has no
0: chance against alabama but I remember 19 that game georgia went in there and there was uh was it 19 or 18
2: what was the year they had that, that rodrigo had the last second field goal
1: that was his 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 first year. That was seventeen. Yeah. no, it was 16. 16, 16.
2: No, that was that was the first year.
0: That was right after the Missouri
1: win. Hot rods.
0: Yeah, it was sixteen. Freshman yeah. year. It was sixteen. Yeah, yeah. right. They, but but was it? It was eighteen where we went in there and the East was on the line. Right. 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 Right.
2: right. right.
0: And that game turned. And out. And they were super amped. That game turned out not great for Kentucky. Right. Yeah. Um. But I think you're right. If you look, you want to you want to be in a position to make some noise. But more importantly, you want to be in a position to go to a bowl game every year. If that bowl game's in Florida, even better. Um, Because Kentucky football is a placeholder for basketball. It is a placeholder between school starting back and Midnight Madness and the Champions Classic or whatever it is Kentucky plays in. It's a placeholder. And what you want is an interesting product to get 57,000 people at Commonwealth Stadium. To get enough people watching them, that some of those games can be on ESPN proper and have a shot at playing a bowl game that is not on December the sixteenth, and that's it. That's the that's the limit. But they're it, trying. They're, they're more ambitious than this because they fired the offensive coordinator. They're they trying didn't. to get more exciting. But we'll see. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they have they have the like I said, they have the terrible luck of having, um, Oof. you know. LSU as... Uh, yeah. Florida, LSU, and Georgia, that
1: three-week stretch. Yeah, Florida, LSU, That's Georgia, back-to-back-to-back.
0: Yep. To back to back. Um, but everything else is, is winnable, right? They have Mississippi State. Uh, Wait,
1: they got LSU at home. Was the last time LSU up there, that Hail Mary weirdness? The
0: Bluegrass Miracle, whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, who's the coach of Kentucky? Guy Morris. Guy Morris, yeah, because it had him getting dunked with Gatorade. That
0: that game was, <laughs> that, that entire... I don't remember exactly where I was watching that game, just because I was so, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened, right? Right. Um, that's Jared Lorenzen was the quarterback. The, oh, I don't. I think that was
1: way past him. You think so? No, because I think, I think uh, Jamarcus Russell threw the pass, and it was Devery Henderson or something for LSU. Catching oh, was it? Okay. Him. I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong. That would
0: have been the early 2000s. So. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just – I mean, Kentucky is uh, – they're a very interesting and, frankly, very solid fourth in the East. Yeah. But that's
1: it. And Lynn Bowden ain't walking through that door again. No, he's not. He's not.
0: But, I mean, they could, they could be that at – um, one, two, were there three? I mean, they could be that at seven and five, right? Yeah. And be, yeah. You'd be you know, four and four in the conference. Um, with a uh, win over Tennessee, which is fine. Fun. Fun. Yeah, that's Probably good. That's cool. that's cool. So, all right, let's talk about Tennessee. <laughs>
2: Guys, I'm ceding the floor to
0: Tony. I mean. Their um, over-under is uh, Kevin May's left hand, four and a half. Ooh. And um, I can't take credit for that. I have to give have to, give, I have to give credit where credit is due. I got that email from a listener, oh, okay. uh, Colin McRae in Savannah. He, he sent me that. He's like, he was really disappointed you didn't That's come good. out with that. I was yeah. like, yeah. well, I'm, I'm a little mad at you because now I have to give you credit. <laughs> and also, I'm mad I didn't think of it. Um, dude, Tennessee is... Um,
1: their, their head coach is much more likable than their last head coach.
0: Well, I mean, so is, so is my ex-wife's divorce attorney. <laughs> so, um, he He's friendly. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he is a nice guy. <laughs> so there, there there are three things I want you to keep in mind about Tennessee. The first is in, in any transition year, you're likely to have a couple of things happen. The first is you're likely to have some growing pains. That doesn't mean it affects your wind loss. You're just likely to have growing pains. The second thing is, is like he was brought in to change a, a change around a culture um which gets which gets to my third point but he and Danny White they've they kind of always acted like a small market baseball team. <laughs> That's not what Tennessee fans think of themselves. And it's only gonna take a couple of games against someone like Alabama where let's say let's say they lose to Alabama Thirty-five twenty-six, and Hypol steps up there and talks about. I'm really proud of how we fought and just like really close. And then he loses to um, Kentucky. Uh, he loses Kentucky at Kentucky, a tough tough road loss. And then he loses to Georgia by 21. On um, that, by the, after the Georgia game, that that chick's gonna get tired. They're going to be so... Bubba and Lulu are not going to be happy with him.
2: It is funny. I wanted to say something about the culture. Because, like, you can be the Rays going to the Dodgers. That would be the baseball scenario of this. Where, like, the the Rays staff was great for years. And then they went to the Dodgers, to the big leagues. And they did all the smart, small market stuff. And became the Dodgers' incredible team they are now. The question... But the thing is, is Dodger fans were amenable for that. They were smart. They were game. They weren't wearing overalls, for example. Does Tennessee... The question is to Tennessee fans in the wake of the, everything getting blown up last year, will they give them three years? Will they give them four years?
0: Three, now, yes. That's a legitimate question. Three, like, will they give them three or four years? They will give them three years. It depends on what happens in those three years. But if you're not making progress towards Georgia, Florida, and Alabama, no. He doesn't get four years. Um, and, and, that, and that gets me to the other part about the shtick with you know Danny White and Josh Heupel. Um, and let's put aside what Heupel. <laughs> let's let's put aside what Heupel looked like after he started recruiting his own players rather than coaching Scott Frost's players. It was always Scott Frost staying in Orlando, but um, you run the risk of actually doing exactly the same thing that Jeremy Pruitt did at Tennessee, which is making everyone hate you. And also, he, he's not nearly as unlikable as Jeremy Pruitt by all accounts, but <laughs> by any account, <laughs> by any account. But you also run the risk of being the guy that couldn't even clean up the mess that Jeremy Pruitt left and 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 and, and, and Phil Fulmer left. Um, they've got in a conference where a lot of teams had people go to the people go to the league. They have the least returning starters. Not any of those guys went to the league. They yeah. just straight up left. Mm. I mean, they put... they, they put, Their best
1: uh, linebacker transferred to Bama.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. No, they had they had like seven people transfer out. Seven starters transfer out.
1: Oh, yeah, the the, the starting offensive tackle went to Oklahoma. Yep. Uh, there's a receiver that went to Oklahoma.
0: There's a running mean, back? Yeah, all of this. It was yeah. like... I mean, it really was like... I mean, it was like the, the ending. It was like the end scene from Motion's Eleven where they just walked away from the fountains of Bellagio. <laughs> it was bad. Like, guys were just like, I'm out. So they're going to beat Bowling Green. They're going to beat Tennessee Tech. They're going to beat South Alabama. Probably beat South Alabama. They're probably going to beat Vanderbilt. Where else is a sure win on the schedule?
1: I mean, think about... Pittsburgh, maybe? <laughs> They're uh, starting September 25th. Here's their 5-week stretch. Oh,
0: it's is a oh,
1: At Florida, at Missouri, breather with South Carolina at home. Lane Kiffin comes in town and then you go to Bama. Yeah. And they haven't even played Georgia by then.
2: Yeah. What Tennessee needs this year is need to beat Ole Miss or they need to like be close to L. All- they need like a sign yep. of progress. Is what they need. They need they take need
0: Florida it. overtime. Yeah,
2: yeah, right, right, right. That's exactly right. Win at Missouri, sure. Like just do something like that where you're like, okay, they're on the right track here.
0: I just don't think they're going to. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're better than South Carolina. I think they're demonstrably better than Vanderbilt. I think they lose at Kentucky, and that's you know. I, I mean,
2: there's well, that's I what Kentucky like does. They beat teams like Tennessee that are not, they haven't got figured out yet.
0: Yeah, but but, there, but there's nothing about my, about, about time at Central Florida that makes me think, wow, he's going to come in there and just really burn it up that first year, yeah, yeah, yeah. or second. And I think they see it that way.
2: They see mm-hmm. this as a long term thing. They should. We'll see if their fans allow them to do that. They, but I think they that's. How they I tell
1: you, there's nothing more fun than after okay. a Tennessee disappointing loss or a struggle. And There aren't many struggle victories to tune in Rocky Top Talk afterwards. <laughs> it's uncensored and it's just a call-in show with two dudes taking calls from frustrated people in traffic in Sevierville or something like that. It is worth your time.
0: Let's talk Florida. Let's talk about the mighty Florida gangers. Um, So, when we last left Dan <laughs> Mullen, mm-hmm. he was dancing on the TikTok. He was. Um, I mean, Florida has... Quite possibly the, the worst Crossover Of any conference Major conference They have the worst crossovers They have LSU and Alabama I mean, LSU is permanent But they have Alabama um, I, I guess the, the the benefit to them Is um,
1: They get them at home
0: They get Alabama at home They're at LSU uh, Huh? They're at LSU this year But they're at LSU uh, Which The good news is, is Marco Wilson's off the team So he's not going for wear shoes <laughs> Um the, the premise you have to believe in with Dan Mullen as their coach, uh, and we'll talk about Todd Grantham in a minute. Uh, the premise you have to believe in is that he has figured out how to transition from a transcendent quarterback to the next quarterback. Um, he wasn't able to do it at Mississippi State. And when they were ranked number one and, and had the, that, and then went downhill. Dak Prescott, I'd forgotten this. Dak Prescott come back, came back that next season and played for them when they were 9-3. Can you name who the starting quarterback was after Dak Prescott?
1: What, at Mississippi State? Yeah. The guy that broke his leg really bad?
0: Not Nick Fitzgerald. Nick Fitzgerald was not the starting quarterback. He okay, didn't start until 17. It was... I, I had to look it up I couldn't tell you The kid's name <laughs> But the point is Is like They were They were 7-5 That next year They went They went from They were 10-2 and two, Including um, By the way Since a theme here Lost in the bowl game By a lot um, And then The next year With Dak Prescott Coming back and, and listen Dak Prescott's Been a Pretty decent NFL quarterback So it's not like It was like He just had good talent Around him uh, they were 9-3, they were and three, and then they went 7-5. S- so a lot of this, well, Dan Mullen just develops talent. I, yeah, sure he does, if he has them three years. But who's the starting quarterback in Florida this year? Emory,
1: Emory Jones?
0: Jones? Who he has had for three years. He's had for three years, but he's been
2: running the scout team some of that time. I mean, this is the unusual thing, right? Like, we'll find out, right? Because Emory Jones, how often do guys sit and actually just wait? Three no, years. It doesn't happen. Like, it's like rare. So it's rare. you know, to me, that's the big question, right? If he, like, Mullen loves him, like from all reports, he loves Emory. Now, and Mullen, we in as we're discussing, like we can see how much you, you, you trust the quarterback idea. But he loves him, and so if you're if you want to dream on Florida having a chance on Georgia, it's believe that Emory Jones is great, and Mullen loves him, and. He was obviously talented. He's a big. He was. He was a big recruit, recruit there. That's the question: Is did he wait three years because he wasn't good enough to take over the job, or was he wait for three years because Mullen convinced him that he's going to be able to take it over? But that, that's the question. It, of all, like there are teams that have. dependencies of teams have quarterback questions. Emory Jones is not like some transfer that's coming in, or like hoping some sure. freshman is there. He's been there a long time. Mullen likes him. We'll see. But you can but you could there's a there's a a not fantastical scenario that he's really good. And so if Emory Jones is really good, you kinda of do have to talk about Florida a little bit
0: differently. Oh no, I agree. I do agree with that, but the schedule still sets up yeah, totally right. against them. Yeah. Right. Um when when they but the question is Georgia, right? Right. <laughs> but when Georgia's cross division games are Arkansas and an Auburn break in a new coach with Mike Bobo as offensive coordinator, Um, and your cross-division rival, your cross-division games are Alabama and LSU, your margin for error goes way down. I mean, and that's kind of the situation Georgia was in last year, right? Georgia had Alabama on the road, right? If we had Arkansas, yeah. we we probably insist that Vanderbrook game gets played because if we win the Vanderbilt game, we play in the SEC Championship because we're no longer just co-champs. Code code champs. Yeah. So, and, and, but let's also not forget Dan, uh, Dan Mullen chose to keep his close friend Todd Grantham around. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirby, if you listen to this. Uh, Monken, if you listen to this, be prepared for blitzing. Todd Grantham likes the emotional I blitz. I have heard that. He loves an emotional blitz. Um, so it is uh, – it's, uh, it's, I think
2: we made this joke last time this came up, but I really do feel like COVID was my age of emotional blitz. <laughs> it was a lot of emotional <laughs> blitz. I'm trying to not emotional. I'm all I'm emotional prevent defense these days.
1: And, and you, you still think back as a Georgia fan last year, if JT Daniels was ready that week earlier, because of how many receivers were open that well, I mean, Stetson, Stetson and best, Mathis couldn't it,
0: It's interesting. Stetson Bennett's best pass of the season – Yielded uh, a Rosemary Jack Saint and him right. getting hurt. That's right, right? Because people forget that because the the horrific injury to Jack Saint, uh, that's also when Setson Bennett got hit yeah. and hurt his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was easily his best throw of the season, and he was he was pumped about it
2: too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he was very yeah. pumped. I'm just saying that, like, listen, this is a Georgia football podcast, and when the whole idea of this Clemson game coming up, which is really soon, is the idea that Georgia can lose that game. And still accomplish everything at once. Right. But that requires being Florida. Oh, of course it does. And so to me, I'm eyeing Florida. Listen, there's. I think Missouri's going to be okay. I think Kentucky's going to be okay. But like I, I, there's no one on the schedule you look at other than maybe if Auburn, uh, even Auburn, where you're like no one's – like the, the whole idea of – like, Clemson Georgia is going to be amazing. It's going to be the first game of the year. It's going to be huge if they win. It's such smooth sailing, kind of the best way. But if they lose, the whole season's Florida. Right. And so, to me, the idea of, I'm a little worried about Jones. Like, he loves him. Like, he's really into him. And so, Mellon, for all of his faults, is, as they said, pretty good with quarterbacks. I think that's the concern, is Florida, I'll put it this way. We talk about what will make people... What what will make national people get even further on Kirby? Lose to Clemson in Florida. Mm. Oh. Lose to Mullen in Florida two straight years. Because I think the general consensus now is is um, is Georgia. While they lost to Florida last year, is better than Florida this year, and it's the clear favorite in the SEC East. Lose to Clemson and lose to Florida. And see what happens.
0: Oh, it changes the narrative. A lot. And, I mean, it confirms other people's narratives.
2: And and Georgia will be favored against Florida, but they will not be favored by two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, what's the line on that? And line, Scott, do you have it? So, yeah. So like, let's, let's put chat on it. So it just
2: feels like that's not. Florida is for all Florida. Florida's Floridanness. There's no game I'm more nervous about this more this year than Florida. For for everything that's going on, everything they're building. If Florida, if if they lose to. Florida, two years in a row, in a year where Georgia's supposed to be a lot better and has his quarterback set. Look
0: out, is what I'm saying. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia is uh Georgia's favored by three in that game right now. So three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, that's, that, 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 that's in the realm. Yeah, that, that's very easily in the realm. Yeah. So, and so, I would
2: assume by then and we'll see what happens with Clemson. If Georgia beats Clemson, they'll be favored by seven. In that yeah. Look,
0: like, here, here's my here's my final thought on Florida, is that. Georgia has more talent than Florida. I think there, I will provide the benefit of the doubt to Florida fans that um, that Dan Mulling as a developer of quarterback talent has shown he's able to do more with his quarterback talent than Kirby Smart. Um, so the really the question you're 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 willing to run down the road on is which of those two coaches are you willing to stake an entire season on, uh, based on a one-game playoff? And that's not a hard choice to me. Ms. Kirby Smart. So
1: we'll we see. want to make our predictions on so order of finish.
0: Are we going to talk about Georgia? Or well, let's hold off on Georgia. Or? Let's not do our SEC picks.
1: Okay. Uh, SEC East picks. Yeah. Okay. But we we'll do, do West. SEC West.
2: Yeah. So okay. So I'm going to go. I'm going to do mine. Yeah. Seventh Mississippi State. Uh huh. Sixth Arkansas. Uh huh. 5th, Auburn. Uh-huh. 4th, LSU. Uh-huh. 3, Mississippi. Uh-huh. Uh, that's close. Two oh, yeah. 2, Texas A&M, and m one Alabama. I mean, close between Mississippi and Texas A&M, not close between Mississippi and LSU.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm
2: amped on Mississippi this year. I...
0: So I have Archie last, although that Mississippi Arkansas, I think you can flip either way. Um, I have Auburn. They're they're solidly next. I had the, the where I had where I struggled with was LSU and Mississippi. Um, I'm I'm willing to say LSU because they they have a little tougher uh, crossover in Florida. Um, that, that somewhere along the way, that's going to cost them even if they end up beating Florida. And so I would put Mississippi third. I have A and M second. Uh, and they can turn and punchball in the West. It's uh, so good. So, so Mississippi. Uh, but it's Alabama in the first until somebody proves me different.
1: Yeah, mine's exactly like Will's. Yeah, it's like we. It's like we think alike. We do think alike on every man. On everything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, you both want Brett Kavanaugh? We finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> My man, Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, okay, let's do the SEC East, but pretend Georgia isn't in it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I will go six to one, Vanderbilt.
1: Wait, this is confusing. You mean seven to two? Six or not, to one, oh.
2: six, yeah, six to one. Okay, as as you. In. Vanderbilt, South Carolina,
1: Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri, Florida. I got South Carolina last, Vanderbilt, penultimate. That felt good, right? Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, Missouri, Florida. Kentucky.
2: Ooh,
0: wow! I'm believing like
1: oh. the. Kentucky. I am
0: clearly hot. Go ahead, do yours. too yours. That's a bold strategy, cat. Yeah. Um, I got Vandy last. I just I yeah. think they're going to go zero and eight. On um, South Carolina, Tennessee, I have Kentucky, and um, I am uh, I'm going to pick Missouri and Florida to tie. Mm. Um, for that next spot, uh, with um probably the decision to be made in that game at Columbia on November 20th.
2: Man, I'm such the high man. I don't like being the high man of Florida. I'm definitely the high man of Florida. Here. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean,
0: I think Florida's I think they'll tell their tied for second. And I think that's that's where they are. I don't. I think I, they're clear second
2: and closer to Georgia than they are giving credit for. Which is funny, which is the opposite of what I thought last year. I thought, what? how cute, this is the year, and then they did it. So uh, maybe that's. Maybe I'm, I'm my, once my big thing once is shy.
1: I think South Carolina's going to go like two and ten. Yeah, I just think they're going to be your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> it's just listen. I am happy to be wrong about this. Oh, yeah. What is it? No,
0: this too is too much. Um, I am well, happy. I'm happy to be wrong about all of this except for what I think. Yeah. Uh, is that a Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> definitely it. <And>
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
0: sorry guys, it's a trigger for some of you. That was actually a dog
1: actually yeah. going yeah. by. It's a deer. A deer. We've got all of all of the deer in Oconee County are right back. We've up. had
0: no deer sightings today, I know, so I know.
1: Um, so the only the only extra activities I had I did I brought back a little buy and sell. No yeah, I'm, 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 love I'm, I'm love buy it. or sell, buy and sell. These are random, no particular order. Uh, let's try to be quick on it because we're hitting my up light. on that hour. We have a lot half. to get through, that
2: four hours. Yes. To get the yeah, movie.
1: I don't want to make this uh, hour and 45 minutes or two hours. So, right. what you're saying is you don't want a direct message from Robert. Well, there's also a chance that I'll uh, get rid of some of these buy and sell and just do oh, okay. like two That's of fine. them. All, All right. right, uh, buy and sell the field of dreams game. Buy, I loved it. Well, buy, definitely buy. And buy. How, how magical was the Tim Anderson walk off? And see,
2: my theory about this, too, because. The, what, when people want to be like cynical about this game, they're like, "Well, it's all about a movie that's thirty years old." But like, it wasn't about like it was about Phil Dreams, and like that was the excuse to play a game in the cornfield. Mm. But what it really did is remind people that, like, oh, I like baseball because it's a game to be kind of romantic and moony about. Right. And that's what it was about. Like that. Like it was like, wow, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton are playing in a cornfield, <laughs> and there's and and my friend Joe Sheehan wrote a great piece in the newsletter about this, saying one of the key things about it too. Oh is yeah. Fun. Fox dedicated itself to it. Yes, yes. As, as a they visual guy, you yeah. we'll appreciate this. It, like they, pl- they, they filmed it like it was an NFL game. Like they took it seriously. They all they had all those drone shots. They had, it just looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like it looked and
1: gorgeous. they were dressed the part too.
2: Yeah, it just looked gorgeous. Like it was just awesome, awesome. And television. I know
1: Joe Buck gets a lot of oh, crap. I'm Buck. His I'm Buck. his uh, call for the home run. Oh, I'm not yeah, going to try to repeat really it, good. but it was it was right on point. It yeah. was great.
0: Guys, like if up. the Braves ever play and and they should they should do that game every year, but the Braves they play in that yet. game. If the Braves play in that game, that game's not sell out.
1: I'm going. I'll go. Okay, buy or sell next year. Cubs versus Reds. They've already announced it's going to be Cubs Reds. Lots uh, of Cardinal fans are hoping they were going to get know. In that game. And,
2: you know, last year, was, it was supposed to happen last year. Yeah, it was going to be Cardinals White Sox.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, they didn't do so that. my final buy or sell on this topic. Buy or sell only traditional baseball teams should be allowed to play in that, meaning you don't want the Rays versus the Diamondbacks.
0: Uh,
1: See, because I buy that train of thought. That's, like, hard, that's harder
2: for me. That's harder for me. The, the question is do, because I feel like this should open themselves up to be like, okay, a game in Central Park. A game in Birmingham. They sure. talked about doing the Negro Leagues game. Yeah. A game in the Grand Canyon. Like this is the fun. Right? Like have fun like with it. Now. Yeah, turn it into turn into the Winter Classic. Yeah, yeah. for me that is like because it was obviously because like the Philadelphia Games was awesome. In like five or six years, it's gonna be less fun. Yeah, and so you need to like find. To me, it was it was obviously Phil thing think it was cool. But it was really just like, wow It looked awesome, it just looked fantastic
0: So is, and because I don't pay close enough attention To baseball schedules Were the AL Central and NL Central Playing one another this year? The NL Central and the AL Central. Yes, yes. They should have scheduled the Reds and the White Sox. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right, They should have. Yeah. Right, because that was that was the that was the White Sox. the Black Sox scandals. They should. have. Oh, I okay. think they probably didn't want to focus just on that. But yes, yes. It's been a hundred and two <laughs> years. I think. I think whatever stain there is gone. <laughs> uh, we've had Pete Rose and you know the entire. Uh, Star Wars. And you can literally make a bet from outside the stadium. You literally can make a bet from outside, outside the stadium. It's yes. Iowa. You can do lots of stuff outside the stadium.
1: Okay, so buy or sell college football will be, college football 2021 will be the year of the upsets, meaning a, maybe a non traditional final four college football playoff. Buy or sell, or do you think it's going to be Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State?
2: And we discussed this before of like, could Cincinnati get in? Yeah. I still think it's possible. I still think it's possible that Cincinnati can get in over a one or one loss Pac 12 team. <laughs> So I uh, and they, they beat Notre Dame in Indiana and go undefeated and look great.
0: I the, think it's possible. The one wild card that makes me think it's possible is the super senior thing. You uh, mm-hmm. a lot of teams have it, yeah. Uh, but that does lend itself to the possibility. I mean, there are teams out there that have a ton of twenty-four-year-old seniors that have six years of college football experience. Uh, so does that mean, you know, Washington? You could end up with a final uh, a, a, a final four of. You know Washington, North Carolina, Wisconsin, and Iowa State. Sure. So you buy? It Uh,
1: could be a. It could happen.
0: Yeah, when you say non-traditional, is there a possibility of someone slipping in there that you're like, oh, didn't see that coming? Absolutely. Mm.
1: Okay. Uh, Tony, this one's kind of for you. Buy or sell? I'm going to set the number. It's about uniforms. The, no, almost, uh, but not really. Uh, buy or sell the over/under of UGA games on CBS this year? I'm going to put it at three.
0: Ooh, like um, let's there. see. Let's look. Like a... Well, we know Florida's we know already. Florida's there. Let me. Let me. I got to look at the schedule. Sorry, this is a great podcast. I'm uh, gonna
1: okay. Go ahead. This is definitely see. Tony's so, question because they're usually on about three times. And I'm talking regular no, no, season, no. not not SEC.
2: Now this year is we're not Maybe. yet at the three thirty-seven o'clock game. Right? That's not till that's not till next year.
0: I take the under.
1: You take the under. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it might. You, be You put less, it at three and a half. I put it at three. I, I almost put two.
0: Two feels right. Two and a half is what you should. Yeah, Kentucky. That yeah. So definitely Florida. Um, feels like Auburn's fine. Without looking at the rest of the schedule, it, but just see who else is playing on those days. Um, it's possible the Auburn game is uh, Auburn's schedule sets up, if I recall, pretty nicely for that game to be.
1: It's uh, Alabama A and M Yeah, it that could it, be a doubleheader.
0: And that might be the doubleheader day. If it is, we're playing.
1: We get the B team.
0: We'll play at noon yeah. or or,
1: or three thirty
0: depending. Yeah. So, uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I think what you're hoping for is that uh, is there a possibility that October second game against Arkansas is three thirty? What you're hoping for is that like, there's a quiet week where CBS wants you know the number two team in the nation playing on their network. Right. Right.
1: Okay. Buy or sell three thirty p.m. is the best home game kickoff time. Huh. For tailgating purposes 330? You know, for 3.30 I say buy I, I, I say buy as well Because
2: I thought about like I mean I, I've, get day night I've said this before Like the idea of Our first tailgate in two years I'm really excited that
1: it's 3.30 I am too I, I Sure You'd because, like to do three meals though
0: Well here's, here's the thing that I would I, 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 I mean I love a night game as much as anybody But that's a lot um, Notre Dame was too much. I've I, I firm in too off? much. Oh boy, people were. T- I said Whoa. this before. People were too dialed up. Um, so you know, in a, in a perfect world, kicking the game off at five thirty would be perfect because you're allowed to get a full day. You kick off, and except for in you know early September, it's it's dark at kickoff. So, but you know, three thirty is probably probably right. 4.30, the fourth, uh, actually the 4.30 SEC Network game is, is actually perfect because you have that extra hour um, and yeah. you get to see how all those noon games end. But then you're not playing anybody good. But you're not playing anybody good. I anybody was
1: anybody about else. to right. say that. That's right. Uh, buy or sell. The email that you get saying your mobile tickets are ready.
0: <laughs> I was pretty excited. Um, I didn't I, get it, but you got it. Yeah, so. I got it. Yep.
1: yep. I, I sell. I, actually I'm, I just miss paper tickets. Yeah.
0: But, well, yeah. I, I got you didn't. Did you get paper tickets for a regular season? No. Oh, I got, I got the pass. The faculty staff got passes again. Like actually, card like the plastic card passes.
1: Yeah. No, we got so. digital tickets. Yeah, for the regular system, so, I, have,
0: I have digital tickets so for, if for Will, Clemson
1: If Will's mean to me, I'm just going to scan mine twice and be like, oh, yeah, come on in after me. And then it'll be like, sorry, sir, you've already entered the game. I would never be mean.
0: Having, yeah, <laughs> having, having gone to several Georgia games on, on for exactly electronic that tickets, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but having gone to several I don't really, really games, like him at all, but it's going to be nice. <laughs> on electronic tickets, uh, I don't think they check that close. <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, buy or sell barbecue is the best tailgate main dish. Like a good pulled pork. Oh,
0: we can have a whole we can have a whole podcast on this. Because um, yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, as far as heating, serving a lot of people, and something that people think of as tailgate. Um,
1: What's a good close second in your opinion?
0: I um, I am a fan of the late season games when we can do a uh, a soup and stew. I love I love a tailgate where you can you can put together you know, do a chili and a Brunswick stew it's and nice, yeah. um, you know some chicken and dumplings some stuff that, that gets you uh, really sticks to your ribs but is easy to warm up and and, and goes a long way um, I, I got to be honest I uh, the most well, the, the most impressive tailgate uh, experiences I've had was when we went to LSU our, mm-hmm. our friend Zach out there I mean they, they cooked they cook jambalaya, lime, uh, macaroni and cheese, and smoke the pork there. It's not something that is feasible, at least in the context of our tailgate. I know people on campus do it. Uh, it's just where we tailgate and, and our setup does not lend itself to that. Um, yeah, that's that's a pulled pork is probably the the simplest thing that people think of as tailgate food. That makes it easy. You do pulled pork, you do mac and cheese, you do some green beans um and uh and some good banana pudding yeah mm. you're, you're living life mm.
1: all right two more uh since uh, the Georgia UAB game is going to be three thirty, we're going to assume it's going to be ninety-two degrees and hundred percent humidity. No, so we're going to assume it's going to be eighty-seven degrees. It'd be nice, like like how it is right now.
2: Remind you, by the way, you know what Illinois Illinois plays at eleven a.m. Eastern time.
0: Yeah, no, that Eastern. game's going to be on TV. We'll have we'll we'll 11 bring Eleven a.m. That. Yeah, that's Not
2: not, okay. not noon East. Not noon Eastern. Eleven Central. Eleven Eastern. Wow. Who they play? At Virginia. At Virginia.
1: So you'll get to see the entire game.
2: I mean, if, if I'm allowed to come by the table. So,
1: buy or sell cold... What that
0: mean? Yeah.
1: Buy or sell cold beer is the smartest tailgate beer for early September games, or smartest tailgate drink. It's always bourbon. See, I was... Scott, I was, it's always bourbon. Maybe for responsible individuals, but if you're drinking brown liquor when it's 92 degrees outside...
0: It is always bourbon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I... I yeah. Disagree, but Look, uh, I, I, I know you're a professional. I mean,
0: if, if, within the confines of, of of tailgating, I think you should do what you're okay for the, for most the
1: layman. Way. For the average for the, person? For the 20-year-old college student. It's still
0: burning. <laughs> I mean, look, look, look. I, I have a lot of close friends, people I respect a lot that love a cold beer. Um, you can also get them a Limerita if they'd like a Limerita. Sure. If that's what you want, just go ahead and get a seltzer, a nice mm-hmm. yeah. something that, that just— Black cherries Pops on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I know plenty of people that will crush a beer, and, and they, they find that to be enjoyable. It's not my, not my <laughs>
1: All right, final one. Bus bourbon. Our, okay. Okay. <laughs> Buy or sell Georgia will spend at least one week as the number one team during the regular season.
2: Let me look at Alabama's schedule real
1: fast. <laughs> yeah, that's really what you have to consult. Because if, <laughs> well, you look if that's at gonna happen, they're gonna knock off Clemson. Yeah.
0: What well, you have to But then
1: is Oklahoma gonna be a in the wind? Okay, so
0: let's, let's regular go, season. Let's game play season. this out. So let's assume Georgia beats Oklahoma. I mean uh, Clemson. Right. Do they jump Ohio State? They'd certainly jump Clemson. They jump Ohio State and Oklahoma. Yes. Okay. If they, beat, uh, I mean, we'll see
2: how the game
1: goes.
0: If they beat the fool out of them, did they jump Alabama?
1: No. no. they stay two. They'll stay two. So,
0: looking at Alabama's schedule, mm-hmm. you have it up. Miami, Mercer. No. no. I mean, no, Florida. No. It's be after, I, mean, I has to lose. Yeah. I, I can't root for Alabama to lose to Florida. <laughs> Sorry. I just got passionate there for a second.
1: Well, I mean, I would say I, maybe self.
2: Yeah. They, I mean, honestly, even if they beat Clemson by three touchdowns, they're not passing Alabama. And, and honestly, nor should they.
0: I mean, yeah. it's... Okay. If they beat Clemson... Alabama plays that Texas Day on October 9th. If it's going to happen, it's going to be on October the 12th.
1: Okay. Yeah, I and agree. And that also,
0: coincidentally, is the first week of the college football playoff, I think. Mm. They start it earlier and earlier every year. I yeah. assume they're going to do it three weeks from now. <laughs> so, I still sell, but, yeah. All right, so that was the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Next week is Georgia. The
0: actual Georgia, Georgia, not the Georgia We're Clemson Georgia. We're going preview, to but the, some real Georgia
1: stuff. And we Georgia do have a guest. A team.
2: We do have a guest. Our friend Seth Emerson from Go the drink. Athletic Go will drink. be here drink. with us outside, listening to the crickets to uh, do to be a part of our Georgia preview. We discussed this beforehand. Last year, if you heard the Georgia, he was here for our Georgia preview last year. But he was also promoting a book. So, there was more of a QA format that I would like us to have this time. This is our preview that we are mm-hmm. allowing Seth that's to what,
0: come be a part of. So, Will's too nice to say, will ain't, uh, Seth ain't talking much. We're going to look at him and say, <laughs> Does yeah. that sound right? Halls yeah. <laughs> <that>? yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, Actually, the name is
2: Daniels. And we're like, Right, right, right. Cool. That's it.
1: Thanks. Cool. Well, now Thanks. that uh, DJ Daniel has left, it'll be a lot easier. It for, will be for easier. We'll, we'll also
0: ask him to pronounce Clemson's uh, quarterback's name several times. I I look forward to having like really, really loud
2: opinions about the personalities of individual players that I've never met and have no interaction with, and he talks to all the time, so I can tell them that he's wrong. Oh, I'm that's here the for job. That's the I'm job. I'm here for this. I'm, I'm a longtime blogger. Those beat reporters, yeah, they provide us fodder and then get out of the way. Listen, no, this is what the internet's about, guys. <laughs> um, all right, well, gentlemen, we are very close now. We are we are sneaking close. The next week's show we will do Monday
0: and then Thursday. Uh, you leave what do you leaving? I leave Friday. You leave, you leave, Friday. leave Thursday. I leave Thursday. Yeah. I'm, I'm not as bothered as you. I can't go till yeah. Friday. Well, I've, I have to go soil some young. Oh, ones. That's right. That's why I forget you're going. to so yes. I get to do that every day. Yeah, so. yes. <laughs> I get to soil some young minds. Um, and but, of course, Will and I are talking about we're going to the, the Illinois Nebraska game. This is every, it's always somebody's first podcast. Yes,
1: so. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's exactly. And if you're
0: asking yourself why we would do this, uh Will went to Illinois. Yes. Uh, I'm just crazy.
1: But well, you you were there.
0: I was there. I was there five years, and which I, is longer than I was in Chicago for what it's worth. <laughs> I do. I will say, I I love college football enough that getting to go to a week zero game is actually pretty cool. Week zero I, is pretty cool. I, I consider going to the Illinois uh, Nebraska game in Dublin when that was scheduled yeah, that, three years that ago. That is why Illinois ago, is playing
2: yeah. week zero because they were supposed to play in Dublin, but it turns out a pandemic happened. Dublin, Ireland, Dubai. not Dublin, Georgia, not or Dublin, Ohio, or Ohio. Right. Or Dublin, what's not name? Dublin. They do Bly. Yeah. The um, all right everyone uh we'll chat. Uh, should we talk for another 20 minutes just to keep scott yeah no, uh, scott doesn't have anything yeah. to do let's no. actually let's, let's not just talk for 20 minutes let's like say one word back and forth <laughs> to each of us but but say it at different volumes so he has to I'll just cut little. this part i he's already written the time <laughs> okay we'll start over three two, <laughs> two one. Right, everyone, So welcome
0: out. to georgia football yeah. okay. <laughs> all
2: right uh have a great week we'll be back next week to preview georgia with our friend seth emerson until then, go dogs.
1: Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with our special guest Seth Emerson to preview the dogs. Definitely subscribe to our podcast because you will not want to miss episode 271. If you have any questions you'd like for us to ask Seth or have any questions about our show in general, send us a tweet at WSLS podcast. Be sure to check the show notes of this episode for links for links. Yes, we put links in the show notes for links to Will's book and that sweet Notre Dame visit Sanford stadium, limited edition photo print that I have on my website. And that's it. Hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you on campus very soon. As always go dogs.